Hello and welcome to our second edition of Let's Air It Out. I'm Dan. I'm Ellen. And I'm feeling great. Yeah, it's a Saturday, sun's out, it's warm, perfect conditions. So it's our, this is our second recording. Our first one was a great conversation, but it was not recorded. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're off to a great start. We're off to a great start. So if you go back and try to find the first recording, not going to be found. It was um, hooked up to a Bluetooth outside and um, didn't catch our rich, deep, emotional conversation um, that we had yesterday. So we won't have to worry about repeating. We won't have to worry about um, covering stuff twice because there's nothing to compare it to. But we started this podcast in hopes to just um, have a conversation, uh, something that we do, we try to do every week now, and um, thought maybe we could invite the public to our conversations. All that hits us throughout the week, we just take it in and sometimes don't have any way to really uh, rationalize or make sense of it from our neck of the woods or our situation and sometimes it just feels natural and normal to say well what did you think about that because I I feel like there's just so many things that we just accept but maybe when if we talk about them we'll we'll realize that we are all similar or some things need to be questioned and need to be kind of talk through so they're not just normal yeah we're gonna we're probably gonna focus more on (laughs) on ourselves we're gonna avoid politics ellen and i are both um and i think a majority of america falls falls in the middle ground it's very polarizing right now it's not a fun time right now it's it's an election year that which we could just fast forward and and move forward but um yeah. So what's on your mind, Ellen? Well, I don't really watch the news, and I don't feel like politics really affect me, but what really does affect me is my mood I've come to terms with. And so a lot of my... I feel like sometimes when you set the stage, when, you're, when your stage is set well, like if you just go go after every minute of every day with your your stage being full of fun props and and snacks on the side then life is good but if you if your if your stage is kind of damp and kind of <laughs> <laughs> why is mo- i'm saying moisture has a bad connotation it does it does and that's why you got that re- facial reaction from me it was i don't know just Nobody wants to step on a soggy stage. <laughs> but there's a lot of that you can't control. So you can set up yourself internally to help be able to process as much as you can. But sometimes you just you just get... You never know who's going to walk on your stage. Yep. You never know who's going to walk on your stage or who the stage manager is or who the props set put stuff up. I mean, stuff can fall on you and stuff can happen and... I don't know why we're using a stage as an analogy. We're the furthest part from being actors. 
but I think it's a, it's a nice example of going through life. Well, I was just saying mindset, mind stage. Gotcha. No, I would be a horrible actress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I for also would be a, a poor actor, but yeah. So a little bit about us, we're just two parents. Um, we're, we're raising two boys. We've got two, uh, both have two uh, small businesses. And so we encounter a lot of different obstacles in life. And I think it's probably very similar with with a lot of people. And so that's why another reason we wanted to share it is because everything may look perfect. We may look perfect. We may, but we're all, we're all having the same struggles. We're having a lot of similar struggles in life and, and run into those obstacles. So um, we've overcome quite a bit. We're, we've been married for 16 years. I've encountered quite a bit. So... Um, we try to remain positive and sometimes that can be difficult it can be really difficult what do you do Dan when you are when you come across in life or work uh, a personality that just doesn't you just don't you know that you just like how do you approach someone with a difficult personality I know I know what you probably should do, but what I, you know, I'm not a perfect example of this. I I probably avoid I avoid that person, and um, I think most of the time it becomes really apparent to me that we just can't we just don't mesh. And so I'm lucky to have a partner in life and a partner in business that to help balance me and help help either vent those issues to or they are able to to work with that personality or mesh better with that personality than I. And so as it's as bad or cowardly as it sounds, I I tend to avoid that because it, it definitely does not bring out the best in me. It will it's uh it's hard to switch something from negativity to positivity um if somebody's just you know, having issues. And I think that's a lot of the problem is like a drama king. Like, what do you mean by issues? Oh yeah. I think that, you know, there's, there's issues that people have in life and it's hard for them to let go of their personal lives and professional lives. And, and so it all becomes one. And, and sometimes you're the, you know, I think I read a, a book about, you know, trying to avoid the garbage truck. Cause it's that person that's, that's packing all that junk around and you just don't want to have that person unloaded on you and that's why you know at work and I think with our relationship we try not to let any of that build and so we at least at work and I know you and I have our discussions too and this is certainly going to help but we try to have open communication all the time because if so, if it just keeps if those negative emotions or feelings or items just keep building and it's there's no corrective action or response from the other party it's just it's going to reach that boiling point do you agree oh yeah yeah we we constantly ask each other what do i do that annoys you and it's usually nothing but sometimes if something comes up like i can't think of the last time we offered up something but you know it's helpful to know because you 
the thing I've realized recently that I never realized before it was, and this is going to sound dumb. Every time I say it out loud, it sounds even dumber, but no one knows what you're thinking. Like no one can crawl inside your head and know what you're thinking unless you communicate what you're thinking. Like nobody else will know. And you just assume like, how come you didn't know that blah, blah, blah. It's because you didn't say like, you didn't like, nobody knows what you're thinking. You have to communicate. And that's, you know, humans are really good at not communicating, even though we're really good at it. <laughs> yeah. and it's, But I think it goes beyond just words too. I mean, it, it's easy to, to realize what the other person's emotions are just by their actions or by their facial expressions or, but yeah, I agree. If you don't communicate, it's, you know, not gonna, not gonna work out well. Yeah. Well, back to why we want to do this podcast is because we have a lot of good advice for, um, for couples and parents. If I could talk to myself 10 years ago, I would say just relax. Just enjoy. Yeah. And it, it's tough. It's tough though in the moments, right? Not to get caught up in the in the little things or um at work or you know your priorities shift and I think it's just ever morphing or changing um, and it's difficult it's difficult for people to be able to take time out though sometimes I think that's where we're lucky is that we're we are able to spend a little more time with our kids than than others but that's really where where our priorities lie and that doesn't mean that that's the same for for other couples I recently quit my job and one of my coworkers said it was just such a pleasure working with you and the best is yet to come. And I just felt I just that message just runs through my head all the time like you can't control you have no idea what's going to happen but if you just look at it positively like with a glass half full like the best is yet to come like what could go wrong? Like what could possibly happen? <laughs> It sounds like it. It sounds like you're trying to test 2020 and see what else they can throw at us. <laughs> I mean, I think we've said that every month, whether it be for our personal lives or or the world. It's right. I'm Let's not be being optim- sarcastic. Oh, I, I know mean, you're really. not. It's hard not. To, it's not hard to take it that way. I mean, it's um, it's. I think that we've uh, we just experienced a blizzard. Uh, what was that on like the, the second or third of September? Labor Day. Uh, Day after Labor Day, with eleven inches of snow. After being basically going from baked, baked hell, fires. So the best is yet to come, and and personally, and and. But I feel like we're ready to take on any challenge. I mean, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. We almost died this year. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. We all did. We all could die. Oh yeah. We still we still could, right? So we're still fighting the fighting (laughs) the mask orders. No, we're not fighting the mask orders. We're trying to to uphold those and then um because because of corona and but 
but but we have been tested our relationship has been tested this year and i think it definitely has made us stronger it's um gave us some time to think about where we both where we both are and really reflect on where we've been and the love we have for each other dan is amazing he's so supportive but he's also a very talented businessman and he knows a lot about the economy so if you have any questions <laughs> about small business let's talk small business let's not talk let's um entrepreneurship i'm not by far not an expert but fighting the battle fighting the battle against big corporations and and being able to be a small employer and and overcoming regulations and issues is to to reach your goals to reach your goals and help enable those of your employees is is what it's about so do you think all do you think people are mostly tend to be selfish or do you think people tend to be um more giving do you think everyone's out for themselves or do you think that people are our society our society I think that it's really hard not to go on social media right now or something and not believe that everybody is is looking out for themselves or or some interest or some um talking points and 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 i that's the pessimist in me that is is just believing that there's motives to a lot of what everybody wants the optimist to me and i i think i tend to be more of an optimist is 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 that the it is a giving world. It's a giving community we live in. It's a, and I say community. We live in a small town. We we live in a small town that rallies against those that are, um, struggling, and usually it's front page struggling or big time issues or, um. I think when when the the community is really called upon, the answer is met. I mean, is is, or the challenge is met. I should say. Um. But it's a very divided country right now, and it's... Well, I think there's a lot to be said for, like, um, people realizing that they're, you're, you're responsible for... To a certain point, you're responsible for yourself. Like, you need to take care of yourself. You can't, like, just... I mean, physically, you need to take care of yourself. I would say so that you're ready for a challenge and you're you're you know I just think that so many people just want something to blame like everybody's just looking to blame something you know and but we are all responsible I mean we are and we aren't we're responsible for what happens you know shit happens but people need to take care of themselves they need to be responsible and make good choices and they and they you know because like 
I just feel like sometimes people just look to blame society or blame this or blame that. Yeah, I think that's easy. I think that's easy, easy way. And sometimes it's it's merited. I mean, right? It, it we don't have the best um, healthcare or especially mental healthcare right now or resources available 24-7 when they're needed. Um, it's, it's just tough. There's a lot of addiction um, that people are fighting. And it's just... And that can be as simple as social media addiction. I know I struggle with that. I fall into I need to delete the, the apps off my phone because it. everybody's, you know, just so addicted and and that's a silly addiction it's um but that that's part of taking care of yourself is is it's not letting those applications control your life or worried about what your neighbor's doing or jealousy or whatever it is i'm not saying those are my issues i'm just saying that that's um, too much bickering, too much control over our lives. And I'm somebody that loves convenience. So I don't mind that I'm getting ads for stuff that I look up, um, or yeah. locations. Yeah. Um, you don't mind that Alexa's listening and, no. and that, you know, we talk about something totally random, like, Hey, did you hear that there's blue specks on the blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden on your Facebook feed, there's blue specks on the cotton t-shirt or whatever. Like it's just bizarre. The connections that are made between different. Yeah. And we can go, we can go into a whole episode about that, but I just don't, I'm not somebody I'm, I, I love convenience over. Nobody cares. I mean, privacy. We, who cares about our privacy? A lot of people care about privacy. And it's, there's a there's a lot of regulation. Nobody cares. Like, yes, no, they if do. they're interested in us, like. Oh yeah, I know. And so so that's so that's another reason why we're opening up is because, again, going back to one of my first comments, like, is. It's just being, open about, regular. issues and regular. I mean, we're your neighbors. We're your, you know, we're probably the most typical American, family. You know, trying to to live the American dream, but we're we're genuine and we're honest. We're we're probably as non-judgmental as you can be. I mean, that's what this is about: is laying, airing it out, airing out our issues. If you want to judge me, then so be it. But I'm I do not want to judge. You know, no judge anybody. We no. we are a loving couple, and and hopefully this will help others get through struggles that we have had in the past or or just entertainment just i'm we're random we're so random we're just right <laughs> i mean look at look I'm, I'm all over the place right now that's what i was just thinking we have no we have no game have plan. No- and i'm i'm sitting here like thinking about rose colored glasses and fairyland you know how some people are like god she lives in a fairy tale like she lives in a fairy tale, but she's happy, you know? Like, she thinks she's a princess, but she's happy. <laughs> so who's to judge, you know? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like oftentimes you wonder, what are they, what are they so happy about? It's like, give them kudos. Like, it's hard. Yeah. Yep. And maybe having less structure helps. Right? Yeah. It's just, we're able, I just ended um, an MBA program two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And it just feels, no, no, I wasn't doing that for accolades. I'm just no, saying, but you it are. feels so good now. It feels so good. I lo- absolutely love the program. I love the learning. I love the challenge. But now I'm appreciating my free time yeah. more than I ever have. It's Saturday in the middle of the day. We get to play games. Yeah. We just play Tenzi. We're just just having fun. We, I think that Ellen and I both realized that it won't be long before our boys are are um, out on their own. and um, Or not. I mean, they can stay yeah. and live with us. Yeah, whatever. There's, I mean, honestly, what, what's the hurry? Why, why do you have to go move out when you turn 18? It's just the way it's been. It's the way it's always been. I don't know that it's the best, I think, but you fear that if you don't... I think it's natural. Go, yeah, it's natural. You go to, go to college. I think I wish I would have taken a year off. Ellen took a year off in between college and high school. I didn't, like, bum around, though. Like, you didn't, I, was, I know you didn't bum I around. But I'm just saying, you. Hard. I think you appreciate... Did you appreciate... I mean, being more mature, taking college classes. Maybe at least I'm comparing it to when I'm 39, finishing an MBA, compared to when I'm 18, getting my undergrad... Yeah, I, I didn't. I gained a, an appreciation of, I don't. I I know where I know what my people are, and I need to be back with. I, intellectual life is sweet. To get back to when yeah. you were so you took that gap off, but yeah, I think even if you did it now, like today, you would have real life. Oh yeah. Experience and application to mm-hmm. apply that to, and and I kind of wonder if those, you know. People that go right from undergrad to graduate to doctorate degrees that you just, I don't know how valuable that is. I mean, and maybe I'm selfish in saying that because I can look back and I was directly applying my classes, my business school classes to what was happening in my business at that time. And I just don't know if those academics, and they're the same ones making millions of dollars on on wall street i'm sure your colleagues oh i'm sure i'm sure, i mean i'm just saying i'm just saying the typical person that just starts going through degrees or getting a law degree and then all of a sudden they're they're out on this you know i bet it takes them a while before i mean obviously it does for them to to pass the bar but i just wonder you know maybe there is a different career path that would work better for for people I by no means did it, but maybe a less. Well, I think we're pretty. I think we're better off than than saying at age twelve choose which school you're going to go to. I mean, there's some countries that like. Oh yeah, what your profession wants. Yeah, what your profession wants to be. Or apprenticeships, where I mean, I think I don't think there is a right way. I think there's there's good parenting, and nurturing your children and having them be self confident and believe that they can do whatever they want to do. I think that's the most important. Mm-hmm. element to any person's career is their do you, upbringing. But do you think everybody needs a more global I didn't mean to, to set this question up for a certain answer but do you think that that everybody should have a more global view on things? I 
Absolutely. I think if, if there was a way to really culturalize and make people aware of life outside the bubble, then it would be amazing. Yeah, I think that's imp- I think it's important. I think it's um important to understand different cultures and an interconnection. I think everybody's learned that with COVID, the supply chain issues and um just this the spread of information, disease, different politics. Um yeah. And I would say that we also need to to um, somehow educate a m- more empathetic approach on everything too. So, like one of the one of the things you hear globally is that we are working so hard here. Yeah, I mean not not working so hard, but that. You know, if you aren't, some people have to work like three jobs, like like have part-time job, part-time job, part-time job, and they're still covered up in debt. You know, whereas like other countries like have a siesta and, and it's like more relaxed and like more jovial kind of. I feel like maybe Western culture might be a little bit uptight. Do you think it could be the measure of success? I mean, people maybe measure success materialistically here, whereas internationally success could be measured with just... Like a happiness index or livability. I, I don't know. That's a tough one because... I think that's a really deep question because it just gets into differences of of economics or basis of capitalism or or rather no capitalism and you can compare those great living cultures like Greece or possibly Italy and but they're economically failing. They are? <laughs> Greece until and I, I'm sure there's gonna be some fact checkers out there, but to my recollection, was was bankrupt until uh, joining the European Union, and and still I think it might be dragging the monetary value down. But that's also why I don't call myself an ec- economic expert because I don't track that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, and and America's not perfect. We have a huge deficit. A huge deficit, and we don't. We have poverty everywhere, right? Not here. Oh, I think that the social programs in our community are. But everybody has clean water. Everybody has clean water, and I didn't mean. I just meant homelessness, or you know, it is. It. Is, I don't know how you control. 
and how do you control it? So, I mean, you, you want to have that capitalism rewarding successful. You, you want to want to give incentive for success, but at what, at what cost? So Denver, is there, is there, I mean, what would the livable wage truly be if everybody was renting their, you know, living in a one bedroom apartment for X amount of dollars per month? I mean, it would just be crazy. I think I heard, um, what city was it? Just Aurora. Aurora, our vet, I think it was Aurora, just wanted a $20 minimum hour. That's what a sustainable livable wage would be, is what they said today. So I don't, I, that's... So are people, I, can, I mean, that may not be doable. So then do you choose, like, I can't afford to live here, so I need to live somewhere else? Yes. So how do you, how do you get it, get people to move or to migrate or to to get them to the areas that where they have the most resources or ability to for a livable job or well, I think life. it's okay. I think it's okay for people to choose that they don't to be homeless. I think that's okay. I mean, it's not for I mean, everybody doesn't have to live in a house and have a job. No, that's not what I'm saying, but I don't think that I think it goes back to our other conversations of addiction. I think it's, um, so how, I mean, we're not, we're not going to solve this on this podcast. <laughs> you know, we can throw everything against the wall and some things may stick and, and clearly people have been doing it for a while. But I think, I think the one simple idea we came to was how, so how do, how would we get people to, to these areas? I mean, there's, especially now there's joblessness everywhere, but but there's certainly jobs out there in certain areas. Mm. Does everybody want to just live in the metro areas? No. I think our I think that's I don't know. I can't speak for everybody. Wow, we really so we started this podcast out talking about you and I personally, our family, our at least that was our intent. We don't have a structure with this podcast. And now you're making me sweat. And now we're talking about global issues. But I don't know that we can handle that. There's an elephant in the room. What's the elephant? I mean, Maddie is a mini labradoodle, <laughs> so she's certainly not the elephant. <laughs> Folks, we have the cutest, nicest dog alive. Unless you're walking up and down our road, and then she's very territorial. The elephant in the room is that you are turning me on by being so smart. <laughs> Whoa, pump the brakes. <laughs> Pump the brakes. I can't really hear what you're talking about because you're so handsome. <laughs> so you guys, I'm married to the, to the nicest lady, most beautiful lady too, if you've seen her or met her. And she just is is very flattering. She's very nice. And I think we are lucky to, to have found and met each other. Um, I don't know how it happened. I definitely married up. It's just attraction. We're just magnets. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So where do we go from here, Ellen? I mean, I don't know if I should have asked that question after what you just said, because we're, we're, we're trying to keep this as PG as possible. And I say as possible, because we'll see. Um, well, so...
what are the greatest, I mean, if you could choose to not do one thing ever again, what would it be? Like, I never, ever, ever want to again. <laughs> if you, I mean, it could be anything. It could be a chore or it could be an emotion you felt or like it could be totally abstract. I wish I never had to eat again. I wish I never, I mean, I just, I'm not a foodie. I'm not a person that I could eat a small block or a pill every day. If that's all my nutrients, I'd be happy with that. I do need food, but I do, <laughs> clearly, I need food. Okay, so that's kind of a joy kill. <laughs> <laughs> so food isn't of interest, but what motivates you to work so hard and to do so? I mean, what, you could, you could like completely. I know, so, so she's raising the middle fingers up in the air. It's, it's not that we can't, I mean. We, I look forward to retiring with Ellen and I look forward to doing it somewhere nice, warm location away from the snow. But honestly, I think we'd get tired of anywhere, any location. I think what I'm kind of aspiring to now is to have a peace of mind where it's not where you are, what you're doing, but just like accepting whatever feelings and emotions come up and being okay with them and just being happy and just being grateful for every experience and just the opportunity to make change and have discussions and think you're going to you know, have it all figured out and then realize that you have nothing figured. I mean, it's just, I, I really am interested in the idea of finding happiness as I grow old and as I realize that I have no control over anything. The only thing I can control is my self. So what would you eliminate? You you can't say, like, I'm going to eliminate anger. I wouldn't eliminate anything. I mean, what would you do if you... What would you get rid of if if there's something you couldn't... I mean, the same question you gave me. Like, what would you never do again? What would I never want to do again? Yeah. I would never want to criticize myself again. Like, I never want to look in the mirror and be like, oh, shit. Like, I got another... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to be critical of of myself. Well, you definitely should not be because you're beautiful. But I live in a dry climate, you know. You know, lots of lotion. <laughs> <laughs> we live too close yeah. to the sun. Um... Yeah. So, I think that that brings us up on our final few minutes. 
Please hit us up with any questions, relationship, economic, interpersonal, fun. parenting. Let's keep it fun. Let's keep it lively, right? Yeah. Challenging questions. Yeah. Pat provoking. And we'll come up with some for you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on this first, I mean, it's really officially the second, but the first recorded, we hope it's recorded this time, podcast of Let's Air It Out. We aired it out. We aired it out. Talk to you later.